Hello and welcome to the second series of the International Therapist podcast. Following the success of our virtual congress series, I'm excited to be bringing you a number of interesting conversations with previous FHT Excellence Award winners. The Celebrating Excellence series is all about inspiring our listeners through the incredible stories of those who have been recognised for their work in the industry. Here at the FHT, a huge highlight of our year is recognising our members' hard work and dedication through the FHT Awards. There have been some truly amazing accomplishments and I'm thrilled to be speaking to just a few of our winners in these episodes. The shortlist for this year's awards will be live in August, so keep an eye out at fht.org.uk slash awards. And when the time comes, don't forget to show some support for this year's finalists by visiting our social media pages throughout the week of Monday the 30th of November, when we will be announcing our winners. I'm your host, Leanne Shiel, Deputy Editor of International Therapist magazine, and today I'll be having a conversation with the owner of Karma Beauty and Boutique and winner of 2020 FHT Beauty Therapist of the Year, Stephanie Chater. After initially qualifying in 2012, Stephanie started her career as a mobile beautician, but with an ever-growing client base, decided to take the plunge in the summer of 2015 and open her own salon at just 19 years of age. Since then, Karma Beauty has moved to bigger premises on two occasions and currently boasts four treatment rooms, four pedicure stations and four nail desks, receiving the 2018 Best Holistic Beauty Salon and Essex Award as part of the Alternative Medicine and Holistic Health Awards. Throughout the pandemic, she has supported her clients via social media while the team wait to treat them again in person. She has also enhanced her business through a second initiative, Karma Boutique, which sells clothing and household accessories online. Steph's life mantra reflects her business. It's karma. Whatever you put into the world, the world will give you back. Welcome to the podcast, Steph. Thank you so much for joining us today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. So I wanted to start, if that's okay, when I was reading through your, um, your nomination, it really struck me how young you were when uh, you built everything and I just wondered if you could um, run me through your drivers and your motivation where it all started. So when I left um, when I left school I was actually training to be um, a social worker. I went to uni um, but I really struggled with the academic side of things writing assignments they took me twice as long as any other person would Um, and whilst at uni I was diagnosed with dyslexia so I struggled a fair bit with um, making sure that my writing was all um, good in the assignments etc and um, I was advised to take a year out to um, to go and do like a literacy course or something like that to then continue with my degree Um, however when I took my year out I didn't do a literacy course I did a beauty course (laughs) Um, it was always something I was really interested in and I'd spent so many years doing things um obviously during school you do lots of reading and writing I wanted something practical and I knew that beauty would stick alongside me eventually when I become a mum I could do it alongside um, being a mum and stuff like that so um that's where I jumped into the beauty course um from day one I knew that I loved it and I went home and I said to mum I'm gonna quit uni obviously my family were quite disappointed at the time they were like you can't 
quit uni to do beauty and I was like no this is what I want to do I absolutely love it and within about three months of starting I did um, an intense adult course so I think I qualified in about six months so um, a four years course was like compacted into six months and um, within about three months of starting I started to do like friends and family for case studies and stuff and I just thought you know what I'm I'm really good at this I need to continue it and that's when my dad converted his garage into a beauty room for me and Karma Beauty started. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> so I suppose that support as well must have like really helped you along, you know, make your decision and um, push things yeah, forward. Definitely. Yeah. And living in such a small community, I had so many um I knew a lot of people because I've lived here since I was little and I had such good support with clients from day one um people would come into the college to be my case studies and then when I eventually qualified with my level two I ran my business alongside um training to be level three uh, qualified um and yeah the support here was just incredible from my mum's friends like I even had like my dad's friends coming and having back massages while I was training in massage um everyone let me practice on them so it was yeah really good it's lovely to have that support have you always have you had a favorite treatment from the get-go or has it just been anything and everything so when I was first training we during level two you do like a small amount of massage you don't train in Swedish body but you do a bit of like body massage and um I loved that from day one and then when I went on to my level three, I did um, a holistic course. So I did just the massage and reflexology, which was a four year. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely loved reflexology. I fell in love with it. And I was told by many people that had healing hands and things like that. So um, that was some that was a big passion of mine. Yeah. Um, more recently, I have gone down more an aesthetics route. Um, so I do, but I can't give up massage. So on a Wednesday, I do massage and beauty all day. And then on a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I do my um, aesthetics clients in semi-permanent makeup, um, which I have to say, I think semi-permanent makeup is topping reflexology just a little bit at the moment. <laughs> However, I can't give reflexology up. We've got a um, uh, article actually in the next issue. It's only just started arriving, but Karen writes about um, semi-permanent makeup and how much of an effect, positive effect it can have on people with um, cancer and all sorts that have lost their yeah. eyebrows. Like it's, it's, yeah. it is, isn't it? I recently, um, I recently just did a girl's eyebrows before she started her chemotherapy because she knew she was going to lose her hair. Um, and I went to school with her since we was about four years old. So I, I did them yeah. as a gift to her and it was the most rewarding thing I've done in a long time. Yeah, It's okay. just amazing. I've done clients with alopecia, um, clients, a lot of my client base are probably 50 plus um, from like years and years of overplucking or thyroid issues where their eyebrows are falling out um so as um as a job as that part of it is so rewarding seeing people's faces of the difference that you can make is unreal yeah um yeah that I think that's why that's my route that I'm going towards at the moment yeah so tell me a bit about keeping up motivation has that always been um quite an easy thing for you or has it been a bit up and down along the way So I think when I had my beauty room at my mum and dad's, 
Mm -hmm. um I'd only been there maybe um six months to a year whilst I was finishing my level three course Mm -hmm. and a family member approached me and said I have a small shop on Mersey I didn't even know he owned it at the time and said um the tenants that are in there at the moment it was an estate agent and they're moving out do you want to come and look at it Mm -hmm. and I hadn't even thought about obviously your I I think every beautician's dream is to own their own salon one day but I knew it was going to be difficult um, so I went to look at it and I left with the keys and I have a I have this weird thing I have a, a huge initiative um, to like, I strive to get better and better every time and mm-hmm. um, when I moved into there by about week three I thought it's not big enough I need more so um, within I think we only did a year and a half in the small salon and then I was waiting for another premises to come up the whole time I contacted numerous landlords and said, if your premises ever comes up, I want it. Um, But this particular place that we are in at the moment, when I was a young girl, um, it used to be a boat shop. So you used to go and get like um, wetsuits and stuff like that from it. And I always said to my dad, if I could have any shop on Mersey, it would be that one. I mean, it was a dingy, like horrible. You wouldn't even let a mouse sleep in there. Like it wasn't nice at all. It'd been neglected for years. Um, And my dad was like, no, no, what that old building? No. And I was like, no, it's got so much potential however when we moved when I finally give the keys up to the old one and we went to the new one the work it cost a lot of money so that was a that was quite a downfall it was a massive jump however I created it exactly how I wanted it because we just had a shell Mm -hmm. and, and made it what I needed it to be yeah so tell me about the building is it like an old building is it I don't know how old it is so we are connected to a building which is known as Digby's which is currently um a um what you go for afternoon tea it's called the Gilt Rooms it's really beautiful so together we work quite well so I think my part of the building was additional to that however Digby's used to be a printing place years and years ago and anyone you speak to will be oh yeah you're near Digby's it's like a big a big part of Mersey so I'm not too sure about my part of it I think mine was built on at a later date yeah sure I don't know the background of it I love the community aspect. That's so cool. Mm, it's so lovely here for that. Yeah. Everyone knows everyone. <laughs> so nominating yourself for the award um, and that process. Uh, I say nominating yourself. Did someone else nominate you or did you nominate yourself? Yeah. So I, when I got the notification that I'd been put into, um, put into like a, a round of to go towards the judges, I you get quite I get quite a lot of emails like do you want to nominate yourself for an award and I've never pushed myself towards it before um but I didn't actually nominate myself my receptionist did um so she had nominated me for this award so I didn't even know until we got the email um which she did she dealt with my emails at the time and she's unfortunately left now but um yeah so she she put me towards um that award and um she said you've you've been nominated I was like oh my god who's nominated us and she's like me (laughs) (laughs) so yeah it was really lovely um it is so nice for it was lovely to for her to have done that for me as well and so I don't actually even know what she wrote I don't know what paperwork she had to do to do that or anything I've never (laughs) read it (laughs) oh it was so lovely um you have to ask I'm sure they'll be able to send it to you maybe but um yeah. yeah um so you must have quite a strong 
team you must have quite a good relationship with your team tell me more about I that. do yes so at the moment we are a team of four girls mm-hmm. um we age from I think our youngest is 21 to 41 mm-hmm. um and we've got four newbies so over lockdown we did lose a couple of staff um which was quite a big impact to to a beauty industry because people don't only invest in you as a salon they invest in your staff yeah. and they repeat custom so we, we lost a couple of clients along the way when we lost staff but and um, we have managed to build them back up again but all of the staff that have left um they have all gone to do different careers so I think lockdown was a big eye opener for a lot of people did they want um I mean beauty as a whole especially um holistic quite a big impact on your bodies I had um a girly that had uh, very sore knees and they were getting worse and stuff and sore hands and I think they were thinking if I did another 20 years of this how is how is my body going to impact so they've gone to complete different careers so that was quite um quite a big eye opener to going back um in April because we went back with four new members of staff four old members of staff and then we had to become a team again which we have I'm so thankful that everybody gets along but it it could have been a big spanner in the works if there was one person that rocks a boat you just don't know yeah but my girls are so good um I mean they're more friends than staff we all get along we all have lunch together and it's, yeah, it's a lovely, lovely little community we've built. Oh, that's fantastic. And they've all got different modalities, do they? they, they... Yeah, for sure. So um, I've got one of my girlies is very spiritual. So she does a lot of Indian head massage, reflexology massage. I've got one that predominantly loves doing eyelashes and nails. And um, we all have like a speciality, which is really lovely. And you don't always get that in um, in, a, in a beauty salon. So if, uh, for example, a lady was to come and say, oh, I've got really, really bad shoulders. I need a deep massage. We know who to send them to straight away, who, who specializes in that, which is good. Yeah, that is really, really good. Um, so going back to the award and kind of winning the award, obviously this year things were a bit different, um, it not being in person. But how did you feel when um, you were shortlisted and then when you were told you were won, you won? Did you do anything to celebrate or...? Um... I think when we found out we was in the height of lockdown, um, so... I'm just trying to think back. It feels like quite a while ago. So much has happened since. Um, when I got shortlisted for the award, I was obviously over the moon, but at not one point did I think I would win. I think I, I think when the list of people who were shortlisted came out, I went on like Instagram and found everyone else, and they were everyone was had like a different, different part of them. Um, so I was thinking, well, they do that differently to me, and their website looks different to mine, and every. Yeah, I just really wasn't sure. And when I found out that I won, I was absolutely over the moon. I rang my mum, my nan, everyone. <laughs> um, and I think, was it with you guys when you announced that you win, you have to like keep it in for a couple of days before it, the big That's announcement. It. And I'm like, oh, I never <laughs> kept a secret before. <laughs> Um, so it was lovely I found it really difficult recording a video and because obviously we was in lockdown I had to do it all myself sure I couldn't do it with my partner because he would have just laughed at me the whole time (laughs) so to record my like thank you video was really difficult I never knew how hard it was to put a video and like talk to yourself to say oh that the outtakes are hilarious I'll have to put them on Instagram one day (laughs) 
this year we should ask people to send us their outtakes and yeah. share it out. Yeah, you should do um, that. When when the action award came in the post, it's really funny. So it's um a little wooden plaque, it's beautiful and it fits in with the salon perfectly. So we're very rustic. Yeah, everything in the salon is wooden, and I thought, did they like? Because obviously the the award changes every year, doesn't it? I was like, I've won the perfect year. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm guessing you've got it in your like uh, email uh, and like shop. You've got the that you're an award winner and things like yeah. that. Has that made a difference in terms of recognition? I suppose it probably has because since we went back to work in April um we essentially become a multi-award winning salon because we've now got more than one award and we're up for another award at the moment actually which is good and for the whole salon this one is not just myself and um so yeah it's I suppose it has because we are so busy I can't even explain we are turning customers down left right and center we're currently looking for new staff we just can't find anyone that is perfect at the moment and yeah we, we're just so busy so so busy I can't can't thank Mersey enough for the support after what horrendous year we've had being closed so long um it's amazing that's fantastic tell me a little bit about the, the awards that you've been nominated for as a salon yeah. We are nominated for um, a Muddy Stilettos Award. Um, so we are up for uh, Best Essex Beauty Salon of the Year, I believe. Um, so yeah, we we got nominated by a customer and then they put you through a nomination process and now we're in the second stage. So I think it's out of five of us now, but we are against um, another salon in Colchester, which is beautiful that I use myself um yeah so um I'm like oh obviously I would love to win but I'd be so happy if they won because I speak to the owner and they're a beautiful salon as well so fingers crossed for you you have to let us know thank you I will I will I wondered if you could leave us with um just a few words of wisdom for someone looking to um do the same as you um win win awards and succeed I think you need to put yourself out there so for I've been in business for eight years now and I have never um, put myself through for an award obviously um, my receptionist did this one but you definitely need to throw yourself out there apply for awards and something that I have learned the last six months which I would tell any other person in my situation is to know that you're good I always thought it's being big headed to say I'm really good at that or I'm an expert in that but we are that's what we do that we've we've done hundreds of hours of studying and and whatever else and yeah to to know that you're good and to strive to be better all the time to become the best and and you'll do well and and to to love what you do as well you need to enjoy work every day. And if you don't enjoy work at the moment, then you need to be a beautician. (laughs) I love that. If you don't know what you love, become a beauty therapist, everybody. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for joining me on today's episode, Steph. Your successes provide a great insight into what you can achieve when you do something that you love every day. As mentioned in this conversation, Steph was awarded FHT Beauty Therapist of the Year in 2020. Visit fht.org.uk slash blog dash Steph dash c to read more about steph and why she won her award for easy clicking i'll also include a link in the bio of this episode 
I am delighted to announce that in our next episode, I'll be speaking to the twice winner of an FHT award, Dr. Carol Samuel. Carol was presented the award for her work in the field of research. As part of her PhD, Carol carried out research into the effects of reflexology on acute pain. She's also a tutor and an FHT accredited course provider. My conversation with Carol will be live next Monday at fht.org.uk slash podcast. Thanks for listening. I hope to see you soon.